detective. Thrill me. Thanks for joining us again. 2020, Jared. A new year. I believe this is our fifth. Is it? Five years. Still watching really good movies. Yeah. Big thank you to our um, our listeners who are still here. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's true. Yeah, it's five long years for anyone that's still hanging around. We're going to come into the into 2020. Our first episode for 2020 is 1995's Bad Boys. And we're just going to dive straight into it. Mm. No shit. Here is the trailer for 1995's Bad Boys. from 1995 directed by our favourite director <laughs> Michael Bay who recently gave us Six Underground which we loved we loved it loved yes. every minute of it loved it stories by George Gallo who wrote Midnight Run and the screenplay is by Michael Barry who did some episodes of Welcome Back Cotter <laughs> strange <laughs> choice Jim Mulholland who wrote Oscar the Sylvester Stallone comedy vehicle <laughs> 
<laughs> and Doug Richardson, who wrote Money, Money Train and Hostage. It's produced by Don Simpson and Jerry Bruckheimer, who produced Top Gun and Crimson Tide. It stars Will Smith as Mike Lowry, Martin Lawrence as Marcus Burnett, Tay Leone as Julie Mott, Tariki Carreo as Fouché, and Joe Pantaleono as Captain Howard. The budget was $19 million and the box office was $141 million. The role of Mike Lowry was originally destined for Arsenio Hall until Bay called an episode of The Fresh Prince and wanted Will Smith instead. Wow. That's what's on Internet Movie Database, so I can't yeah. be 100% sure if that's 100% correct. Jared, your thoughts on Bad Boys? Still holds up pretty well, really. I think it's better, Bay. There's more sort of restraint. The action sequences are they're a bit shorter. A bit more, bit more succinct. <laughs> Not 25 minutes worth of car, ch- car chases. The chemistry between Smith and, and Lawrence is mostly pretty good. Sometimes you wish they'd kind of stop talking, <laughs> but for the most part, the back and forth is funny, and a little bit goes into the character. Not, not you know super deep or anything like that but you do get a bit from the back and forth between them and the situation where they swap lifestyles for a little while is kind of amusing um so i reckon it's probably a three and a half for me i would totally agree the plot is generic and the dialogue at times is poor but it's actually redeemed by really good chemistry between the leads i actually think quite a decent villain even yeah. though his plan is kind of nothing, the actor, the does actor it, does really the job. delivers. And I'm, I'm going to say it. I'm, I'm going right out on the limb here. Bay, this is his best work. And as I said to you before, there is it's one particular there. action scene that is outstanding. Like it is at right up there with some of the best action scenes ever for me, because it's, it's actually the. I probably the, wouldn't go that far. The but excitement it's is it's there, yeah. and that is rare for Bay as he goes along. Yeah, yeah, uh, and it's really there here. So, well, it shows you what what can what it can do when he's a little more restrained. Hmm. When it's short and sharp, the the, the pulse is racing, yes. mate. But but all round, it's a fun, enjoyable action effort, yeah. and it still stands up pretty well. Yep. So I give it a three and a half as well. All right, straight out of the box. Really good, easy-going chemistry between Martin Lawrence and Will Smith. Yeah. And I agree with what you said to me before we we came on the air. It's real, it's actually more Lawrence's movie. Yeah. And works better probably for it. Yeah. I think this time around, too, I, I got the sense, like, I, I laughed more at Martin Lawrence's stuff. Like, mm. some of the stuff he had to do was quite good, and he gets that stretch where Will Smith's been banged up in that bloody in that at the Madam's place gets yeah yeah and so it's just Martin Lawrence and Tay Leone for a while and he kind of carries it for a little bit and yeah. it's, it's good well, it's it's better when both of them are there but I think having Will Smith off the screen just made me notice oh shit Lawrence is actually probably doing a little bit more yeah and it was actually pre-Smith being a, a big big star like yeah, you can kind yeah. of see why part two decided to switch it around. Yeah, yeah. Because well, this one then, kind of put him over the top. Yeah. yeah. It was after this that he started hitting Independence Day and that's Yeah. Sort of... But by part two, Smith was the biggest movie star in the world. Mm. So you had to switch it to him and it was to its detriment, unfortunately. Yeah. Not knocking Smith. Like, Smith's probably the best thing about part two. <laughs> you know, the rest <laughs> of it's shit. But 
in this case, Lawrence works much better. Yeah. And then you know, I love the fact that you throw in a bloke like Joe Pantoliano who's who gets a lot of laughs for me at yeah, times, you yeah. know. There are a few scenes where he is really, really good. He is, he is. He's quite funny. And it looks like I hope we're going to get some of that in the next one. It looks like we are. So. Look, will you be there? <laughs> yeah, well, fuck, that's a silly question. As I said, I'm, I'm more of the, the thinking now that I'll take it, but I don't have to like it. <laughs> I'll sit there and watch it, and I'll yeah, I'll piss and moan for the next couple of weeks afterwards. Um, yeah, I'll be there. Yeah. But two was, was, I mean, I'll probably have to go back and have a little look at that before I watch the next one. Mm. Two was dreadful from what I remember. It was dreadful. Yeah. And it was based at his absolute worst, the over-excess sort of stuff. And, and again, the budget was over $100 million. Yeah. But coming back to the likes, he's a like for me, Michael Bay. I, th- I think he does a really good job here. Yeah, well, the action scenes, they're, they're crisp, better. You see they what's are. going on. Yep. Um, I mean, you can see touches of what he does. Like, you can see little shots of, you know, when a bad guy gets hit, there's a little slow-mo. Yeah. You, know, you get a little bit of that, but it's not overdone. It's just not It's not just too over the top. Yeah. It's just these little short, sharp flourishes that, as you kind of mentioned when we were talking about him last time, that developed his kind of style. That's what his style was. Yeah. And now it's just kind of bloated. Yeah. None of the action scenes in this one were bloated. Yeah, exactly. That scene, that particular scene I was talking about where Will Smith is running with his shirt open and everything like that and, and they you know they grab uh, Julie back and it's on the street, mm. that goes for four minutes. Yeah. And it's a rocking four minutes for yeah, me. Yeah, it's exactly. It's absolutely fantastic. And a couple of times they use the slow-mo, but it's worked in beautifully, you know? Yeah, yeah. And, and the other thing I noticed is... Like, that was just running along the standard old street hmm. in Miami, you know, nipping through the shop where the old ladies are getting their hair yeah, done and yeah. things like that. There's the one where they use the garbage truck to yep. get into And, of course, you've got a couple of fast cars there. You've got the drug dealers with the fast cars, the planes, and things like that. But it's a little bit more grounded where they bust in with the garbage truck. Yeah. I mean, looking at something like Six Underground... There's not, a, there's not a shred of that. Everything is over the top. They're busting into the fucking most picturesque locations <laughs> in, in Europe. They're all driving sports cars. Like, it's... it's yeah. That's the that's where I'm seeing the difference, you yeah. know? Shorter, sharper, a little more grounded, like... The music. Good. I think the, the music, uh, the actual music of the from the composer is, yeah, yeah. is really good, really, really nice. Always really like the action sort of thing. Where you open then, straight up with that theme. Like. And then, it's got a, not a bad little soundtrack of songs. Big Inner Circle fan, you are? <laughs> I didn't want to say it. <laughs> I didn't want to mention that. <laughs> but, yes. No, you know, like they throw together a, a nice little soundtrack for the yeah, 90s, you know. Yeah, yeah. And it works out all right. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it actually hits the beats of Miami, you know. that kind of fits with the whole Miami ceiling. Yeah, setting. yeah, yeah. I like the banter, for the most part, between... Lowry and Burnett yeah, but I definitely. actually like it the most when it's Lowry Burnett Sanchez and Ruiz yeah Sanchez ever. and Ruiz are excellent <laughs> that works out really nicely and in fact it would have been I would have liked to touch more of them yeah 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 you know, I, I think felt Sanchez they kind of get sidelined really and they play it really smart like Sanchez and Ruiz they're giving them the back and forth but when it's time to do the job 
fucking yeah, they're actually is. good guys. They're yeah. not like they don't overdo it and have these guys fucking. Oh, these guys are these guys are against our, our yeah. heroes. Yeah, yeah, they're actually you know they tell them hey it's time to fucking yeah. saddle up like, here and get into it. And I love that they they bust in on Sanchez and Ruiz having the argument about Lucille Ball and Desi. <laughs> Yeah, I love it. <laughs> when like, when they're sitting there talking about it, I can't remember which one's which, but the bloke with the moustache, yeah. they're sitting there going, what are you talking about? You know, like, the way he's defending <laughs> Desi is, is just like, I mean, this is, I could do with a fucking Sanchez and Ruiz movie. I could do a couple of, you know, 30 seconds of that material. That was yeah. good. And I really like them, and they get, like Captain Howard, they get enough to give you a little bit more than just Larry and Burnett because one of the negatives to Larry and Burnett is sometimes it goes on too long. Yeah, they just let them just keep talking. Yeah. But, yeah, for the most part, the the chemistry with them is really good and Sanchez and Ruiz and... Yeah. Like, they got some great stuff. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so's your mama's bed. (laughs) (laughs) Why don't you just tell your cousins to bring the shit back? (laughs) We can all get some sleep. (laughs) Um, I like the villain. Yeah, I think he's. Um, it could have been really standard fare. Yeah, but he's got a little bit of dare I say he's got a little bit of Hans Gruber. A like little it's bit. Just a solid acting performance. He's not as well written. No, but he's a solid acting performance. Yeah. Kind of elevates it a little bit. And as I said, one of my favorite favorite uh, kind of traits of the villain is he's, he's got just one or two moments where he just goes zero to a hundred. <laughs> classic fashion. He's just got that really kind of menacing kind of level tone and delivery but then he just fucking uh, blows up yeah. he starts grabbing that bloke by the balls and stuff. <laughs> yeah. I love it but yeah. I also love that bit after they kill the um, the escort mm. and then it come, it cuts back to him after they've chased Julie and she's jumped off the roof and he's just sitting there munching on some chicken or whatever and going through a bag and he goes find out who she works for and find out where she lives and he just throws the bag on the ground and I'm thinking yes okay <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> But he had some like he had some quality lines too. Like when yeah. he comes in, and he's like, "Didn't get the invite to the party or whatever." And he's like, "Yeah, oh, it appears I'm catering also or something yes, like that." Yeah. Like just really solid kind of. Mainly, I think it's the actor that that, yeah. that lifts it a little bit because um, they use a similar type of template for the villain in two. Yeah, but he's really, really generic, uh, and not knocking that actor, but he was probably given less. The good thing about this one is this. The, the villain gets just enough and he's a nice mixture of sort of suave and menacing it in those brief stints where you see him. Yep. I love that sequence when they come in to find the captain shooting hoops mm. and his comment is, I was like getting them all in before you turned up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's just weaking shit over the he's fucking backboard. <laughs> Oh yeah, that was yeah, that was funny. That was very funny. I love it. I also like like there's a couple of really good scenes. I really like the opening, like when they're when they're arguing in the car about eating in the car. Yeah. Like it's another one of those ones where it's just it's a little bit, but in that scene you get a sense of the characters, yeah. like that Martin Lawrence doesn't care for Will Smith's fucking uh, big noting and spending up on the you know the cars and shit like that. You get this kind of. Okay, you get it. They're living different lives here. Yeah, a little bit about the background because I think they start talking about the personal life just a little bit. Yeah, and then you get that they're cops, and you assume that they're partners. Yeah, it's the the polar opposite to to recent Bay, where you just, I mean, Six Underground. It was essentially just Ryan Reynolds 
you know, cracking wires and it, it didn't work at all. Hmm. Here, there's room for that, but you're in the framework of, okay, this is a little bit about you guys. You're talking about eating fries and, you know, dropping that shit in my car. And, you know, I don't care about your fucking $80,000 car. Yeah, that's a $110,000 car or whatever. Like, the and there's the whole thing of, you, you know, them arguing with each other to then, you know, turn on the bad guys. Mm. Yeah, he's like, you don't give a shit about anyone's fucking kid. Yeah. You got no respect for anyone's stuff. And yeah, yeah. And that bloke's going, hey, hey, shut up. <laughs> shut up. I'm in the middle of something, you know. Yeah, that stuff really works yeah, well. This is a bad day for you. We're, we're cops or whatever. He's like, oh, yeah, I'm a fucking comedian. <laughs> <laughs> I also think that cutting up a heist scene, heist scene was good, but cutting up a heist scene with an inept security guard that's farting and falling asleep, <laughs> this is exactly the sort of filmmaking that I'm looking for, Mr. Bay. Like, continue this. Yeah, got, he got you. <laughs> he hates you at the first time the bike farts. Yeah, yeah, he drops his guts and gives us, oh, damn, tacos are going to kill me or something. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That's all I'm after. If you had to drop that in six underground, I'd give it another star, I think. The thing is, Michael, as I said when I we talked about Six Underground. The man seems like a bit of a frat guy. But I'm coming to this party. Yeah, I'm interested yeah, yeah. in going to this party, Michael. Yeah, look, I'm staying for the, you know, for the, I'm staying when it's early, when everyone's <laughs> only had a few drinks and we're getting fart gags and things like that. I'm leaving when you, you've finished the keg and you're doing deciding 25-minute car chases are the way to go. Like, It's good because the sequence was... Solid again. It was actually we didn't have to fucking sit there forever to, f- to figure out what these guys were doing. Yeah, it was short, sharp, and it was kind of cool. They had that little bloody shoot. That yeah, was yeah, there. yeah. I'm not sure how they kept getting the shoot back to get. Seems to be on a rope. I don't know how they were getting it back. No, I think it was ex- like uh, they push, were firing it back uh, and yeah, then firing yanking the rope. Yeah, I think it was like fired back using like an air. Compressor. Yeah, yeah. But that um, stuff was that stuff was all good. Fart. Excellent. Great. <laughs> I, lo- I really like that scene too when Lowry returns to his house when the, when the whole mixed identity thing is happening. Yeah, yeah. And he's trying to keep his composure. <laughs> yeah. Oh, look at it climbing all over the leather. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> he's, he's obviously got the shits, yeah, but he's yeah. trying to sort of keep it together. Yeah. And that whole thing of her going... Who's the pit? Who's the guy in all the pictures? Yeah, <laughs> it's like, yeah. oh, that's my partner. <laughs> well, that's one of the. I didn't even think about this, but one of the reviews I read raised. Even if it is Lowry's apartment, why the fuck has he got so many pictures of himself? Like, <laughs> when you see the shot of them, they're all just like, it's not with family or anything, it's just singular shots of him. <laughs> one of them's him, like, at a basketball <laughs> ring, kind of leaning back on it. <laughs> yeah, what's going on here? Also. Martin Lawrence around the dead body. Yeah. I was laughing at that. I thought he did a pretty good job. He keeps trying to make excuses and then kind of just... <laughs> that was good. That was good. Why are you always going to be there. like this around dead people? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I, I like the fight in the toilet at the club. Yeah. I actually like it a lot because when they whack the bag over his head, it kind of... Yeah, you think the bike could be in a bit of shit here because you know, yeah. he can't breathe. Yep, yep. And then he wallops that bloke's head into the dirtiest fucking urinal oh, no. I've ever seen. Oh, no. <laughs> Not once, but twice. Yeah, yeah. yeah he copped it, that bloke. <laughs> His, speaking of, he was kind of funny too. Yeah, yeah. When there was the back and forth between the henchmen, he was 
He was leading the charge in terms you of... You fat shit! <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't you get after him? <laughs> yeah, he was pretty good. So the scene where they're blowing up the barrels yeah. and they... they the Taylor kind of starts talking about, you know, you're worried about the fucking dope but yeah. not about Max or whatever. Yeah. Actually, you know, rise the emotion. You know, yeah, 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 rise the emotions job. there. Like, it's not kind of flat. It's it's not a it's not a hugely you know you're not you're not you know reaching for the tissues or anything <laughs> like that. But it's it it just kind of brings it back. <laughs> it just kind of brings it back a yeah. little bit. And, and you it's see also Lowry the same kind of you know they're playing the the two separate people. You see Lowry trying to explain. Yeah pretending to be the other guy that yes this girl does mean something to him and stuff like that I thought that was alright raised and also, stakes and a actually, bit of stakes it actually works a little bit too where Lawrence tells him that in the car that you know you and your trust fund you know you don't give a shit you're just playing cop mm. and he kind of when he fires up you know it's got a little bit of meat to it a little it, bit of resonance says, yeah well he says I don't you know I'm fucking the first guy here every day and I'm the last guy out and, yeah yeah I'm a damn good cop and, and I like that and I, I think again that was it, it humanises Larry a little because Larry is somewhat a caricature. Yeah. He's the rich playboy guy and they yeah. do play it and up. Sometimes they play him up like a real douche. Yeah. Like he comes across as a bit of a dick and you're kind of looking at Lawrence going, yeah, give it to him. Yeah. He's a, but he's it's a, nice they kind of sh- sort of taper that off a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I also love that bit where he's talking to Lawrence's wife on the phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, right. like, what are you wearing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's like, yeah. I'm like, look, she's hung up. She hung up ages ago. <laughs> I love that. And Lawrence gives him a serve. He tells him to piss off, and then he goes back to the phone. I love it. He checks it one more time. Yeah, he yeah, goes to very good. Don't, don't mess with a man's family. And he goes, yeah, well, stop wearing my clothes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What about um, freeze mother bitches? <laughs> yeah, that guy. <laughs> that guy. Yeah, he's all right too. Oh, I also don't mind Chet. Yeah, Chet's the guy good. The doorman. Chet's, uh, yeah, Chet also popped up on Buffy for quite a while. Yeah, like, he's well, quite Quite good. a while. He was sort of rec- recurring every, probably uh, once a season or something, you'd see him popping up. And I think that's, I think, possibly, again, what makes this movie a little bit better yeah. is that they sort of fill out a lot of the... Well, even though he's, he's only got a couple of minutes, but you, yeah. get a bit of a, you get a bit of a sense of what he's there. Like, everyone's got their kind of traits, and he's... The bumbling fucking, you know, he's the doorman, but then he tells him, yeah, I'll try it out to be a cop, whatever. So then that defines him for the rest of the movie. Yeah. Like when he's on the phone, tell him, yeah, I'll look after it until you get in there. Fuck, I forgot to tell him the address. <laughs> like, that stuff is good. That's what you need in this type of movie. Yeah. As I said before, that, that particular action scene is excellent. Yeah. Um, it is really, really good for me. Yeah. It works out really, really well. It's, it's something happening all the way and. Again, he uses a slow-mo in the right places. Yeah. And so, Bay's tendency now would be to have slow-mo all the time throughout Mm. it. But in this one, he uses a slow-mo a couple of times and he actually lets it run when Lawrence is laying on the road and the car's coming straight towards him. Yeah. He lets it go and then Smith comes out of nowhere. It looks fucking fantastic. You know, Mm. it looks really, really good. So, I really like that action scene. And I like the last one. I think the last one... last one plays out pretty, pretty well. Pretty well. I mean, shit. Old mate that got his head jammed into the bloody urinal, he goes flying out yeah. the fucking plane <laughs> door. And um, the bloke that was talking, calling Taylor Leone yeah. a bitch, then gets like blasted into the friggin' electrical yeah. unit. Like, it's it all plays out pretty well. And, and I do love again, that final that's explosion. That's the most over-the-top one, but it's, again, it's not, it's not just 
bloated and overstuffed. And again, he shoots that final explosion where the hangar blows up. Yeah. Awesome. Like five or six different cameras, different angles, and it's all sort of like... Boop, 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 boop. like it's, it's cut up hard, but it looks really cool. You know, yeah. you get the close-up, and then it... Out where it's exploding outwards, it looks great. Yeah, and again, it's a little bit of restraint from the bloke. Just there, a there's, bit. <laughs> there's some, yeah. You know, there's there's a lot of quick cuts, and that was the trait in back in the nineties. That yeah, was what yeah. you were getting, but he does it well. But the cuts are nowhere near. I, I don't think. I mean, I'd have to go back and bloody time them if I really wanted. To, yeah, really wanted to check this out. But it seems to me that the cuts they aren't. As over the top and and as quick and as chopping around as much as as his more recent stuff, stuff yeah, he's more recent stuff. It seems <clears> to be doing it much more than than that sequence. Oh no doubt, no doubt. Any other big likes for you? Yeah, a couple. Hmm? The Internal Affairs card is played quite well. Yes, it's only there just a little bit. And it just to shut pops them up, down. Just pops up to shut them down. It's just a looming complication and a bit of a pain in the ass that pops up at the right times. Mm. So I thought that was pretty good. Spider Sally. Yeah. Johnny Sally. Johnny Sally like, pops up. He was quite... A, it, it was good. It was funny because they wisely played Martin Lawrence as the one getting the shits with him. Yeah. Because Will Smith is pretty tall. Yeah. But like Spider's still kind of Six towering over yeah. him. But playing... Um, um, Martin Lawrence is the one that's telling him, yeah, sit your leg yeah. down and I'll knock you the fuck out. Yeah, it's good. That works out pretty well. It's it's a nice little music. And moment. I must admit, I always laugh at that sequence where he goes, he's sitting on the bed with Taylioni after they've had the big shootout and thrown the the, the barrels around and she's yeah. kind of all excited about Lowry. Yeah. She's yeah. like, oh, you couldn't, if you were a woman, you couldn't be around Lowry for long and he's just like excuse me <laughs> I can't straight to the phone <laughs> yeah good stuff that was about it for me and what is his comment uh, look, uh, you don't want that because um, when I come <laughs> I come with the thunder <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah good right stuff on, mate. <laughs> that's a good one okay dislikes the yep. plot is very basic it is. You know, stolen is. drugs, a witness who needs to be protected. It's very generic, I guess, in yeah. the sense of action films. We've seen it a fair In bit. a way, it probably plays well into this film because it doesn't comp- overcomplicate things. Well, if you had had a complicated plot and you wanted these guys to be riffing... Yeah, you wouldn't have been scenes, able to We'd have been there for fucking three hours. <laughs> yeah. And so it's kind of... The film is really made up of... The two actors improvising and riffing and some key action scenes. Yeah, pretty really. much. I've got a little bit of an issue of, you know, a photographer or whatever Taylioni is just, you know, nipping along with a call girl to, to see one of her clients. Like, yeah, yeah. It doesn't sound like a bad idea to me. One of my mates said, listen, um, look, um, let's go out the piss tonight, but I've just got to make a detour um, for some gigolo work. Just come along and sit in the corner. Yeah, well, possibly. It might be five minutes, but yeah, it's just, it's like, yeah. It It seems like a weird thing to, how how about we meet up later? It's very weird. And not only that, but when they're walking in, the first time you see Tay Leone, the dialogue is just a super clunky exposition dump. Almost everything she says is just spewing info about, like, her character or or tying Mike Lowry into the situation. Like, it's really clunky. Thankfully, it only lasts about, bloody... 
30 seconds to a minute, but it's yeah, it's pretty it's ordinary work. Like... In a situation that is ludicrous. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's it. She becomes a witness. Yeah. It's almost like they couldn't work out how best to have her as a witness. Mm. Why wasn't it just partying with... Yeah, Eddie Dominguez. Yeah, yeah, some bloke. He's a guy, yeah. yeah. I don't know. Or, like. or you know, friend of a friend at a party. Mm. I mean, it seemed like a little bit too complicated seems to have like her as a call, um, call girl or an escort. Yeah. A couple of bays over indulgences are in there. There's there's some slow-mo that's happening. Yeah. There's the old lens flare a couple of times. There's a few little bits and pieces. A few. That yes. are coming in. Nothing more evident than that club they go to. That is a Bay Club Hill. It is <laughs> Club Hill is a fucking nightmare. <laughs> it, is. it is hell, isn't it? it well, uh, yeah. How I said, what I said in my notes here. I don't know how anybody stays in that joint for more than an hour. I'd have a headache and after imagine, 10 minutes. Imagine going, look, I wouldn't mind a beer. Let's pop into Club Hill. <laughs> a quiet one. Yeah, yeah. You'd come out in a fucking straitjacket. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, Club uh, Hill is, yeah, it's look, awful. The, you, we talked about how the urinal where was disgusting. Fucking, look, where's the dance floor in this place? All I can see is, buddy, these little boxes and poles with fucking women dancing on them and things like that. Look, that's not necessarily a bad thing, but shit. We want somewhere to sit and somewhere to, you know, Cut the rug. Yeah. <laughs> is there like a beer garden? <laughs> probably not. It's probably. <laughs> yeah, just get a booth or something. Yeah, anything. <laughs> is there a place where it I can talk? Like the only place to sit down and have a drink was where all the fucking the crims were upstairs. Yeah, they seem to be. They've got the prime space, and they thought, "Fuck everyone else." <laughs> we'll charge them twenty dollars cover, and then have them fucking running for the exits in fifteen minutes. Yeah. But yeah, Club Hell. <laughs> shit, holy shit. Should <laughs> 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 in there. You, I would not be recommending that to friends. Yeah, no, I don't think so. Head down to Club Hell, man. Bloody great. <laughs> <laughs> only if I was trying to G someone up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think the only thing I could recommend was look, the fish tank outside the toilets is pretty cool but other than that you know how I said that the urinal and the toilet was disgusting yeah no different to the entire club <laughs> the entire the club whole club's a urinal. is disgusting <laughs> yeah well, when the owners are upstairs yeah all the staff's upstairs but he's snorting <laughs> snorting the, the the take from the from the police, the police lock up lock up uh, yeah I think it's uh, the standards have dropped somewhat yeah. Some of the jokes fall a little flat, uh, and we sort of mentioned this earlier. They kind of go on a little bit too long. Yeah, some of so, them don't. They don't necessarily work, but they just kind of keep talking. Yeah, they keep going for a while, like which isn't. Uh, it's not too bad, but there's just a few bits where you think, just chop a little bit. And I think that the mixed identity stuff does go on for too long, mm. and it creates. A bit of bloat. The film is close to two hours long, which it probably doesn't have a right to be, to be honest. You could probably have chopped that down a Trim little. a little bit, yeah. Trim a little. I would have been happy with 100, 110. 100. Like, yeah. There's enough to carry that sort of stuff through. And my last like, dislike was there's nothing wrong with the final car chase. It's pretty well handled, but it feels tacked on. We mm. probably could have ended it in the hangar. Yeah, yeah. And is that really the only way to go? That little slip through the middle there? 
Surely well, someone's 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 foxing and then just jams on the brakes and then turns around and goes another direction. Yeah. Or something. <laughs> it's a little bit too kind of convenient. Yeah. Um, I would have ended it in the hangar. Yeah. And then the explosion of the hangar is the the payoff. I didn't mind it. I didn't mind it. Uh, you probably yeah. You probably could have could have done without it, but it, yeah, it was it okay. Worked out. It was okay. One thing I just. I Are you back to the escorts again? I can't even, <laughs> no, no, no. Silly things, though. Silly things yeah. that don't really need to be worried too much about. But what I, I don't recall if they actually gave a reason why they have to keep the ruse going for so long that that Lawrence is Lowry, Martin Lawrence is Mike Lowry. Because once Lowry's back on the scene, why not just say, "Look, we were lying. This is yeah, Mike Lowry." Yeah, look, sorry, because I, I know it's. it's I had seems, to get you. I had to get to you to come with me. The, the whole thing seems to be about the trust of the witness. Yeah. But once she starts kind of pointing out that uh, you're a bit of a dickhead, Lowry's a smoother customer. Yeah. Not with not actually knowing that that's that's Mike Lowry at that point. It's kind of like, yeah, let's let's kind of drop this. It's but. I mean, it works pretty well. Look, because Julie, you get a few comedic put two and two together, mate. Yeah, you yeah. Know? It seemed like that's what she was doing. Yeah. But it took ages to do it. Yeah. And then it doesn't actually, she doesn't go, well, I knew all along. Yeah, she just said, it's when, it's when the wife turns up and she goes, yeah, I figured. My last, my other one too was, I don't know, Bay's just, Bay's just being the fucking frat boy again, but why are we knocking over wheelchair basketballers? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, true. Like, I, I mean, when that happened, I was kind of like, why? Why is that there? We already know these are pretty bad guys. They've just fucking busted into the police lockup, <laughs> pinches the drugs. Are you trying? Are you saying he was trying to point out? He's trying to point out. They really, really look. They're really shit blokes. <laughs> there are a couple of guys that are coming back from a game of ball in their wheelchairs, and they fucking get knocked over for no reason whatsoever. Like, yeah. if that's the only way you can figure out how to squeeze someone in a wheelchair in a movie, why bother, Michael? Like, yes. <laughs> If it's not your forte, just fucking move on. (laughs) (laughs) Clearly, this is not for you. (laughs) Someone else might have to do a better job of finding someone like that a a role in a movie that doesn't involve making a villain look villainous. It was not necessary. No. No, not at all. I I I saw it. I'm like, Seconds after that happens, they shoot the cabbie. Yeah, yeah. And throw him out of the cab. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. That seems pretty fucking villainous to me. Well, there, there's done a lot of stuff that made them pe- pretty bad human beings. Yeah. Like, I don't know whether he just wanted us to see that and go, oh, well, fuck, think, well, that's just the last straw. These yeah. guys are they're just awful. Yeah. But, I yeah, was prepared right. to give you the benefit of the doubt, but now... <laughs> yeah. yeah, look, the people that you've offed so far, look, they seem when like... When you squeezed that young bloke's balls... <laughs> he deserved it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He was fucking with your timetable. He bloody knows his balls need to be squeezed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that was the last one. I just kind of... It was one of those things that I looked at and I was like, what? Like, I just kind of broke into laughter again. Look. Yeah, look, I didn't have anything else. Right. Solid three and a half. Yeah, yeah Enjoyed it. Good, it. good, good fun. fun. Still holds up okay. I was actually... I was looking back and I was thinking, oh, man, is this going to be a case where now that we know what Bay's kind of all about, you go back and you see... You see See it? the warts all up yeah. close and it was just... No, it was. It's quite it, refreshing. It shows you that he does actually have something to offer the action genre. Yeah, and I think if you look back at The Rock again, you see the same, same thing. Same thing. He, yeah. he knows what he's doing. He's yeah. just kind of lost the plot. Yeah. And the the more expensive the film, the less, the less he seems to un, you know be able to contain himself. But yeah, look, really good. I enjoyed Bad Boys. It was good to check it out. Yep. I'm not looking forward to part two. 
No. But I will see three. Yeah, yeah, I'll see it for sure. All right. No question. Let's take a break. We're going to do the old gold, silver, bronze, but we're going to do it with Michael Bay's filmography. First of our directors. Mm-hmm. So hold tight and we'll be back in a minute. Jared, let's get into Michael Bay's filmography. We've done this gold, silver, bronze stuff before with our actors. Had quite a a decent list running there, I believe. Mm -hmm. We're going to mix it up. We're going to bring directors into the fray. And Michael Bay is first cab off the rank. Right. All right, look. He hasn't got a great, massive body of directorial work. No. And we're not going to talk about his film clips. <laughs> no, no. Well, he's got about 50 of them, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah. Let's start Bad Boys from 95. First yep. I After reviewing it again, I'm going to say it's potentially a bronze for me. Yeah, I would give it a bronze I for would, sure. Uh, it's, clo- it's either just outside or it's a bronze. Yeah, it's got to be Are you bronze. happy to cop a bronze yeah, on that? Yeah, absolutely. I'll take a bronze. It's got a medal. Definitely. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I would. I mean, you could talk me around to a silver. Yeah, but you could be if talking around about it. I can. I know of anyone's. If you if you talk me around to it, uh, I'll say bronze. So he started well with a medal. Nineteen ninety six, The Rock, is definitely a gold medal for me. Definitely. Yeah, I'd probably go for a silver, but I could. You've talked me around gold. <laughs> Yeah, I spoke to you, <laughs> and you've covered it. You told me you think it's a gold. Oh, okay. <laughs> so the guy has you come out of right. the blocks. You make a good point. <laughs> you didn't. I didn't actually make a point. Yeah, yeah, but you, sorry, you said silver, I said gold. Yeah, okay, I'll see your point there. Excellent. So he's coming out of the blocks with a, uh, a bronze for Bad Boys, a gold for The Rock. Yep. 1998, Armageddon. Oh, Definitely a I mean, I've talked about this, and I said I could I could give it a gold if it gets cold enough. Like it's, it's um, I'll go with silver. Oh, it's I'm not like, quite gold. I love this stuff. I love it. <laughs> I mean, when you make a half decent picture and then you throw in, I don't want to miss a thing over oh, yeah, the top of it. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm, <laughs> If you give me a two and a half hour picture that's a part love story, part fucking <laughs> disaster film, part action With a small portion of Aerosmith. <laughs> you got me. Every box possible. I'm going with I didn't even know I wanted that box ticked, but you ticked it. Yeah, yeah, you did. I didn't realise I wanted it until I saw it. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I'm going with silver. Yeah. I haven't seen it in a while. It's going to get a run here, obviously. Okay, okay. 
You're going to give it five when we watch it, though. You're going to wish that you'd given it a gold, I tell you. Are you happy with silver oh, or do you I want to push for silver. gold? No, I'm not, going to, I'm not going to remonstrate about the decision. I'm not going to protest the decisions. Okay. I'm okay. happy to stand with the silver, happy to stand on the dais and cop that. Okay, so the bloke, his first three films, bronze, gold, silver. Yes. Only for, only for idiots like us. Roger Ebert's given him it. Roger Ebert scratched him. Three straight films. Yeah. 2001, Pearl Harbor. Nah. This is where... It's, that's not anywhere. This is where Michael possibly hit a little bit of a, a bump. It's not awful, if I remember rightly. It's not terrible. But I remember it being three hours long. I think they were trying to capture the Titanic crowd. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it, Good call. It's pretty ordinary. Yeah. There's a couple of really good sequences, and he does shoot some reasonable action. Yeah. But it just overall, it doesn't. Bit of Cuba Gooding Jr. too. Cuba Gooding Jr. That's always good. <laughs> Less said about him, the better. Less during people on set, probably. <laughs> um, 2003, Bad Boys 2. Nah. Oh, yeah, I, look, as I said during the previous part, I haven't seen 2 in a while, but I just remember it being absolutely horrendous. Mm. And it was, talk about bloated, I think it might have been almost two and a half hours long. Yeah. And it was Bay at his worst, I think. Definitely. So definitely nowhere on that one. Well, it was Bay at his worst until Netflix gave yeah, him 150 odd. million dollars. Well, shit, that's arguable when we get down to some yeah. of this other stuff. Yeah, true. 2005, The Island. Good premise. Yeah, I really like the idea. Terrible. This is when the bloke started having 40-minute action scenes. There's <laughs> one sequence in particular that just goes on forever. <laughs> I thought it was never going to stop. Yeah. This is when the creative. This is when the 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 flying off, yeah, you know, the flying start that he got collecting medals left, right, and centre gave him it creative went to freedom. His head. Yeah, creative freedom. He didn't have you know Simpson and Bruckheimer looking over his shoulder. And yeah, him, no, no, we don't do that. Yeah, unfortunately, Simpson and Bruckheimer. Well, Bruckheimer had been involved in his first five films, so yeah. he takes a little bit of punishment for Bad Boys Two and. Pearl Harbor, yeah, less than Bay. <laughs> yeah, Brooke Harbor had a body of work. Yes, <laughs> he'd yeah, fall yeah. back on yeah. this stage. Yeah, the island went on for. I mean, as I said, there's a 40 minute action scene, and I, and I was in the theater thinking, has he roped me? And is this never going to stop? <laughs> <laughs> Am I here forever? <laughs> you just, uh, you just, you just found your way into hell. Oh, it's no, a never ending action thinking, sequence. Am I in purgatory? Yeah, it's just ongoing. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Transformers 07. Mm. I'm going to say he's a, a, a inch away back in the medals. Yeah. Possibly back in the medals because Transformers is good. I quite like the first good. one. I quite like the first one. In fact, I would I would be happy with a bronze. I'd probably go for a bronze. Yeah. Part of that's, you know, a little bit of nostalgia, a little bit of... But I just felt like when I went and watched the first Transformers, I got what I expected. Yes. It suffered a little bit of the, you know, robots belting each other <laughs> and you couldn't tell who was who. But... It was a bit of fun. Yeah. And I think from a directorial standpoint, he probably handled it pretty well after a couple of misfires. Yeah. He actually did a pretty good job from that standpoint. So, yeah, I'll give him another bronze. So he's sitting two bronze, a silver, and a gold after what? Seven? Eight films? Eight. Seven films, sorry. I don't know. Yeah, right, seven. Seven films, four medals. Not bad. Revenge of the Fallen in 09, 
Awful. You Awful. Shocking. That was the last one I ever saw. I watched that shit. I hated it. <laughs> I watched that shit at the drive-in. It was the second. Behind it was, what? It was a double feature. So it was the second one. Started at 9.30. I don't think we got it out of there till midnight, and I was fucking... I was just in Rubble. agony. The last half hour of that movie, I was just like, I, I what's going on? <laughs> I, I just wanted to stop. I uh, couldn't. It's fucking... Disgraceful. Yeah. The other two films had wrapped up and fucking driven out of the lot by then and <laughs> all us dickheads that were watching Revenge of the Fall were still sitting there. <laughs> but I no, it was, it, was, it was so bad. 2011 was Darker Than Moon, Transformers. Yeah. I did not see it. It was better, but it's not a medal by any stretch. Was it average? It Very was, average? It was pretty average, yeah. I, I didn't hate that one. Yeah. Like, I hated the second one. I didn't hate Dark of the Moon so much, but it's it's not a good movie. I mean... <laughs> but all I can think about with Revenge of the Fallen is Devastator. Like, how can you mess up Devastator? I remember saying to you at the time, why did Devastator have to go through such a massive change? Like, what's the what's the problem with... The green, why do you green look, at the, look at Devastator as it was and go, we've got five Transformers combining and it's a big Transformer... Why did that need to go through fucking massive changes? Yeah. For the action movie purposes, you've got a massive Transformer works pretty well. <laughs> like, look, look, that's a question for Michael. <laughs> <laughs> Devastator <laughs> also had testicles, if I recall. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck was going on there? Whew. Um, <laughs> oh, my 2013, Lord. Pain and Gain. Back on some steadier ground. Yeah, I really liked it. It wasn't, it not quite a medal, but right there. You're not going to medal it. I'd probably oh. give it a bronze. If you gave Transformers a bronze, Pain and Gain's probably a bronze. Done. You're fucking Fuck with. <laughs> <laughs> Give this bloke too much credit. Pain and Gain, really good. I liked it. Worked really well because his style was perfectly suited to what that whole story was and I the mean, way it had to play out. In some ways. In some ways, I think it's his best movie. What way? <laughs> I just think it's got more, like, it's it's a little bit of a departure. It's not this action-based fare. It's it's more of a, I mean, you you, you got to spend a bit of time with Wahlberg and yeah, yeah. the characters. And there's it, some it humour. It it pretty well. And the humour actually it is works, funny. yeah. So I think, yeah, I think there's an argument that could be made that it's his best movie, but... Because we're, we love seeing stuff blow up. I guess I'm it's, it's not going to get a goal. I'm arguing The Rock is his best movie. I mean, because you know, we like movies with bombs that are held in fucking bloody small, small um, beads. Yeah, what is it? A string of pearls. A string of pearls, that's right. Okay, so Pain and Gain. So, okay, we've got him with three bronze, a silver and a gold. That's not too bad considering he's rocked out, what, ten films. Yeah, it gets a bit rocky here, though, yep. I think. Transformers Age of Extinction? Nope. Didn't see it. I have... Well, it's been on... You've bought when it. I've been around. <laughs> yeah, I own it. It's been on when I've been around. Yeah. I've seen enough to know it's not a medal. So you haven't actually seen it, have you? Well, I don't think I've seen it through. See, so we are not really... No, trust me, it's not a medal. As I said, I've seen enough. I've seen enough. No, it's not a medal. Look, I have seen, essentially I've seen the movie. But to say that I was paying 
great attention. Scant attention <laughs> would be generous. Okay. Look, anyone out there, any of our listeners have seen it, please tell us. I've seen it. I'm telling you, I've seen it. Yeah, didn't, look, yeah, look. It didn't engage me. Yeah, okay. 13 Hours, Secret Soldiers of Benghazi. Haven't seen it. Better, again, two and a half hours. <laughs> And I think, babe... Michael, you don't have that much to say, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you've, you've got no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a producer, but that's what I've got for I'm him. You've got no idea, If he's coming in with a pitch meeting to me now, I'm saying you got 80. <laughs> like, I'd have given you 90, then I saw six underground. Yeah, I'm, I'm giving you 80. 80. you got 80 minutes to tell your story, mate. Yeah, yeah. Get your message or out. <laughs> tell your story, Morgan. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> buddy. No, I'm going to say this about... 13 hours. I think I get this. Uh, this is just me talking out of my ass. Probably. I get this feeling that he desperately wanted to direct Black Hawk down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Jerry Brookheimer went, ah. Hey, mate, this one's not for you, mate. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, when he heard Jerry had it, had the property, sniffing around, I reckon, they went, they went somewhere else. And rightfully so. Yep. Benghazi is that type of film, but done less successfully. Yeah. Like, (laughs) say what you like about Ridley Scott now. (laughs) Yeah. Just laser focused. (laughs) But, (laughs) but for me, laser focused. He, it's his directorial skill that makes Black Hawk Down a better movie. Hmm. If it was Bay, it'd be fucking Black Hawk, fucking way down. Like it's, just, everything would be ramped up to eleven. Yeah, it's just there'd be no room for. And look, know. I'm only talking out of my ass. Maybe he did like, but this feel they'll fat this. But the Secret Soldiers of Benghazi felt a bit like Black Hawk Down. Hmm. Transformers: The Last Night. Have you walked past this one too? No, I own that one, but I haven't seen it. I haven't watched it. I look based on. Previous info, I suggest it's not a medal. I'm comfortable saying that, we're, that that one's not going to be a medal. No. No. I don't think so. Look, Anthony Hopkins is not showing up because he likes the <laughs> material. <laughs> Put it that way. <laughs> what, what do you think attracted fucking Oscar winner Anthony Hopkins to fucking Transformers I think a large apart from a piece of paper with a large number on it I think somebody turned up at Anthony's front door with a sack full of cash and I think that's what what uh, enticed him yeah yeah they said listen have you got a bit of room in your schedule yeah Yeah. Anthony said said, I've got limited space and then they said they, they dropped the bag and it went thump and he said yeah I can fit you in for a couple, a couple of days here and there what do you think yeah and the last one obviously is Six Underground and there is Holy absolutely shit. no way that is mate, you know what the bloke's been hobbled oh, <laughs> like, like, that's when you've given up your running and you've you, that's Carl Lewis singing the national anthem at the Bulls game mate that is it's so you know what that is you used to be quick in high school. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, you've given up your running career and Six Underground like, is your celebrity boxing match or something like hey, you're, that. You're propped up at the bar when you're 50 going, 
I think when I was in high school, I could run a you know, 112 seconds yeah, or something. Yeah. And Michael Johnson comes in and you know, pulls up the seat next to you and you give him a few pointers. Like, that's what it is. Yeah, touch time, Michael. Touch time. Or just, yeah, that's a bullshit. Yeah, when you're bloody pissed as a fart and you're trying to tell someone who knows something. That's what 600 grand is yeah. in terms of your athletic achievements. <laughs> So he's got three bronze, a silver, and a gold. Not too bad. Yeah, it's actually. better than I thought. And yeah. considering he doesn't have, a, he doesn't actually have that many films that yeah. he's directed. And remember, five of them are Transformers films. Yes. And so four of those immediately didn't get a run. <laughs> so essentially, throwing six underground. It's it's really his back end catalogue that's hurt him. Isn't it? It is, yeah. So his early work was pretty good. For well, that's what I mean. I think like us. He did a really good... He, he started out well for, yes, for blokes like us. That has to be the qualifier <laughs> because anyone with half a brain would say all his filmography is rubbish. <laughs> but, um, his early stuff has given him the freedom to cut loose and make the like, fucking creative decisions himself and it's just been... Disastrous. Yeah, the decisions really? have been off. <laughs> a little bit off. <laughs> All right, that's the that's the Michael Bay filmography. We will continue that throughout the year. We might pick ourselves a couple of directors. Mr. Laser Focus might get around at yeah. some point. He'd have a bigger catalogue to draw from considering he makes six movies a year. I wish we'd have spoken about Wes Craven's when we did Deadly Friend or something like that. Uh, yeah, that would have been good. True. Well, we can revisit Wes. We can go Wes. back. We can, we can go revisit Wes. I mean, we've still got to look at something like Shocker, I suppose. Like, <laughs> <laughs> we can get, get it done there. Oh, Jesus Christ. All right. You can find us on iTunes, Spotify, and Podomatic. Send us an email at thrillme at ionet.net.au or on Facebook at Thrillme Podcast Australia and at Podomatic at thrillme.podomatic.com. We're also on Instagram at thrillmepodcastau. Remember to give us a five-star review on any of these platforms. We'd, we'd certainly appreciate that. Our next episode, we're going back to Elm Street mm. in A Nightmare in Elm Street for The Dream Master. But until then, take it easy and we'll catch up with everyone later. Cheers. Find the podcast at Podomatic or on iTunes. Don't forget to rate and review. Like us on Facebook at Thrill Me Podcast Australia or contact us at Thrill Me, all one word, all lowercase, at iinet.net.au.